Welcome back to the Parents' Rights and Education podcast. We are a grassroots movement of millions of parents and allies standing together, speaking as one to protect children and ensure parents' crucial role in their child's education is protected. We come alongside millions of parents and allies and equip them to stand up for their rights by free trainings, membership, and community support. You can join this movement for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com. And hey, if you love the work that we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. Your review helps us get out our message and allows us to keep advocating for parents' rights. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back with you today. Uh, I have a special guest on with me. Um, He's my producer, actually. His name is Ed Bejarana, and he is going to jump in every now and then and uh, you know, ask a few questions um, as we're going along. Sometimes I talk too fast and and um, we need some clarification. So thank you, Ed, for joining me. Happy to do it. Happy to be here, Susan. Awesome. Awesome. So I have a question for you. Are you a Parents' Rights and Education member? Now, I know some of you devoted, devoted followers think you are members, but if you have not filled out the new membership form on our website, you may not be an official Parents' Rights and Education member. And you need to be. If you are a follower on one of our Facebook pages or groups, you may not be a member either. Facebook, guys, is social media. And just because you join a group, it does not make you a member of Parents' Rights and Education. Now, there's something else. Did you know active pre-members can now select a local affiliate. We have affiliate groups nationwide. And now with our updated membership form, you can select which affiliate group you would like to join. Your level of involvement is completely optional. And even if you are already a pre-member, make sure to update your membership and select your affiliate. Suzanne, the let, me, let me jump in. Let oh, me yeah. jump in. Yeah, let me jump in here because I think this is important. Okay. Let's emphasize this point. What, the folks who are listening now, why would they want to join an affiliate? Well, because they shouldn't be doing this alone, Ed. You 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 really should not do this alone. But also, we will recognize you then as an affiliate, and I'm going to explain explain that further as we go along. Affiliates have special privileges. They have access to our leadership center. Yeah. And then there's also there's safety in numbers, I think, is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's when when there's multiple people working together. Yeah. Then it's not like you facing the wolves. Yeah, absolutely. But here's another th- thing that's so cool about our program is that you can become an affiliate. If there's no one else in your area who signed up as an affiliate, you are the affiliate. But that that means, though, that you then are the point person and we will assign people on our website, people can select you to be their affiliate. Okay. So you don't have to go out and find people. That is one th- uh, benefit of the way our program is set up. That's you really are, cool. It is not incumbent upon the affiliate to, to create an organization. Yes. That very is, that cool. Is, that is really, really um, cool. I love it. I think it's yeah. perfect. So you know, the success of parents' rights in, in education depends on the formation of small groups in each and every school district in this country. And these groups, of course, are called pre-affiliates. And that's why we call it grassroots. And and it works. Grassroots organizing does work. But we cannot set up local affiliates unless someone like you takes the responsibility to be a point person in your area. And all I need you to do is fill out the start an affiliate form located under the leadership top menu option. 
If you are currently not a member of Parents' Rights in Education but would like to become an affiliate leader, please also fill out our free 30-second membership form located under the Parents' Top Menu option. So we have a couple of events coming up. I want to remind you about those. Parents' Rights in Education Zoom training calls are every Saturday. In this Saturday's call, we'll cover how to create your campaign plan when running for school board or any other local office for that matter. Now, these calls are great because you have the opportunity to ask questions. And there's a big event coming up uh, on Saturday, October 21st in Ridgefield, Washington. If you want to see more on these events, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com. I want to tell you about a couple of things going on um, in (laughs) one in North Carolina and um, the other one in New Jersey. So you're going to love this story about North Carolina. We cheered on August 16th. 2023 Senate Bill 49. Now, this is called the Parents' Bill of Rights, and it passed. Public school districts statewide have until Friday, September 15th, now that's already passed, to incorporate policy provisions required by the new law. North Carolina State Superintendent asked for a delay in implementing the Parents' Bill of Rights because Piedmont triad districts say they are working on the policies and they say that schools need more time to ensure that they are in compliance with the law. Now, why would they do that? Well, the bill forbids discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity in kindergarten through fourth grade. And it requires that schools notify parents if their child asks to use a different name or go by different pronouns. So while the superintendent is talking, yeah, let me jump in there because I I want to I want to highlight something that you just said there because because this is crazy. So they want more time to implement something that they shouldn't be teaching to kindergartners anyway. Am I getting this right? Well, yeah, you you sure are. And so this is you know I call this the bureaucratic shuffle, or now in in this case it's the legislative slash bureaucratic shuffle because because the 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 bureaucracy that is supposed to be implementing it which is the local school district or in this case the state superintendent uh they're you know they're stonewalling they're trying to figure out a reason why they can't implement it but it's not because they don't have time it's just because they don't like the policy so so while the superintendent is talking with the legislature about the extension, so so now that now the discussion is all about the extension, uh, the lawmakers, though, have not provided any indicator that it will grant it. So, you know, I mean, so they're they're you know, they're they're savvy about that. Yeah, they're just dragging their feet. They want to use the system to, um, you know, delay, delay, delay. Exactly. Exactly. So this is, you know, these are typical strategies that are used by uh, bureaucrats and legislators, policymakers, um, you know, all over the place. We just need to be um, cognizant of it. Now, something else is going on in New Jersey, which is really exciting. Um, and this is very positive. It's regarding policy 5756. So Governor Phil Murphy went to court to stop schools from telling parents about their children who are identifying as transgender at school. And during a court case, New Jersey brought against Hanover Township and three other districts, the deputy AG conceded that Hanover Township, Middleton, 
Manalapan English town in Marlboro school districts had wrongly been told four years ago that the ban on telling parents about transitioning children was mandatory when it was only guidance. Hello, we've heard this many times before. They say it's mandatory, but it was only guidance. It was not an actual law. So here's the good news, guys. Now that it has been publicly declared that policy 5756 is not mandatory, school districts in New Jersey are voting out the policy. Yes, Hanover Township voted unanimously on September 11th to do away with policy 5756. And 20 more districts are expected to follow suit. Yes, that is victory. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Because these guys in our in our states and in our local school districts are fudging. They're not they're they're saying that these policies are mandatory when they're really not. You got to know what you're doing. You need to check on the policies. You know and I I think sometimes parents they just have to kind of push it. I think, you know, too often the default is, well, nope, it's the law. We got to do that. Show me the law. I, I, think the, I think the thing that you're, you're really expressing the most here is, no, these, these rules are guidance. They're, they're suggestions. And, and I think parents really should be pushing back saying, I don't believe you. I don't think that's a law. Prove it. Exactly. And our greatest friend in this is the Internet. Uh, all laws are recorded. So if it is in law, let's, you know, show me the law. Show me the policy. You can look it up on your own. And in many cases, um, they're, they don't know what they're talking about. So we just have to, we have to do our homework and be smarter than they are and challenge them. Do you love the work we are doing here at Parents' Rights in Education and want to know how you can become more involved? Become a member for free today. By becoming a member, you can connect with your local leadership, gain access to our free training, get advice, and stay up to date with the latest issues. Join today for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com slash join. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com slash join. How do you know if your rights are violated if you don't know what they are? One of our most reliable resources in this arena is an organization called America First Legal. They have a thorough website featuring tools for parents, and they also provide legal help if your rights are violated. So I want you to check the show notes for these links. We cannot stress enough the Protection of Pupil Rights Amendment. It's called PPRA. It's a federal law protecting parents' rights in public schools. It was first passed in 1974 and then expanded several times, most recently in 2002. The PPRA provides parents legal rights to review curriculum and in some circumstances to opt out of certain activities at any school that receives federal funding. Now, that means private schools too, guys. The school must provide parents written notice when it wants to ask students about any of the matters listed in the law surveys about sensitive personal matters, and personally identifying information that would be sold. Written parental consent is required for any child to participate in any study 
by the school. If the parents do not consent, then the school, okay, get this, this is way cool, in theory, is prohibited from requiring the child to participate. This is not new. I remember it from the early 90s when a survey was given to my kids in middle school. They have to have written parental consent. Okay, the school is also required to come up with a set of standard policies to notify parents and obtain consent. The school needs to provide notification to the parents at least once per year. Usually, it's at the beginning of the school year, when the, big, the, the, the busiest time ever, right? When your kids are starting school. And they kind of, I think they plan that because they know that you're going to be distracted and you'll probably just sign it just for the heck of it. Don't sign anything. Please don't sign anything. Um, that um, unless you know exactly what it's about. Now, this is a technical way uh, to meet its legal obligations um, and parent vigilance and engagement are critical. So we're going to go through some of these rights. You have the right to inspect curriculum. And by law, when parents request to review curriculum, the school must comply. Now, I know they try to stonewall. They'll try to say, well, copyright, blah, blah, blah. We have to make an appointment, whatever. Just, you know, Keep, keep pushing because parents should demand that schools disclose teacher training materials, also called instructional materials. So not just the curriculum, but the teacher training materials. And you've got to stay on them on this. And I would encourage you to use your email to make that request so that they have to respond by email as well. So you have it documented. You also have the right to opt out of surveys. PPRA requires schools to allow parents to opt their child out of certain types of invasive surveys, which include any one of the eight topics that I'm going to list here. And it pertains not just to the student, but also the student's family. One, political affiliations or beliefs. Two, mental or psychological problems. Three, sexual behavior or attitudes. Four, illegal, antisocial, self-incriminating or demeaning behavior. Five, critical appraisals of other individuals with whom respondents have close family relationships. Six, legally recognized privileged or analogous relationships, such as those of lawyers, physicians, and ministers. Seven, religious practices, affiliations, or beliefs of the student or student's parent. And eight, income other than that required by law to determine eligibility for participation in a program or for receiving financial assistance under such a program, like, like the, um, oh, the lunch program, for example. Now, if the school wants to distribute or administer a survey created by an outside entity, meaning not the school, the parent has the right to review that survey first, along with any supplemental material, including teacher's manuals that come with the survey. The parent must request this. This is really key, guys. Don't wait around for them to ask you. You request it, and the school does not have to provide copies without being asked first. Critically, it applies to all gender and race-related materials. Now, this is key because a lot of this comes from outside sources. Certain school districts have retained survey and data mining companies. These outside companies sell race focused student and teacher surveys, data management tools, and training on systemic racism and oppression. 
white supremacy, implicit bias, gender issues, and intersectionality, often under the rubric of social emotional learning. And if parents are engaged and object, then none of this sort of material should be forced on children. We hear about this all the time where nobody, nobody asked any questions. So they just did it. But if parents are disengaged and silent, the PPRA and other laws are ineffective. Right there is why we exist. Now, now, Suzanne, let me jump in here. Let me ask a question, because I think some parents might be confused. They, They don't announce the survey ahead of time, but the parent has to be proactive and ask to see the survey in advance. So if they go to the school ahead and say, I want to uh, uh, read all surveys before they're given to my child, does that cover them for the whole school term? Yeah, absolutely. But they need to request it. It can be very simple. It doesn't have to be um, complicated. And you don't need to use their form, which a lot of people, we have created many uh, opt-out forms. We've, we've featured them. Actually, that's not really necessary. Um, and I think we've complicated the process by, you know, by offering all these different forms. People are looking for the perfect form. That's not the key. The key is that you stay on it and you make the request in advance. Now, something else very key here uh, that I want to mention are physical examinations. Parents must be notified and given a chance to opt their child out of any invasive physical exams that are not emergencies. The law considers an examination invasive if it involves exposure of private body parts or any insertion of an instrument into the body, other than hearing, vision, or scoliosis screening. This uh, is directly related to school-based health clinics that are (laughs) popping up everywhere all over the country. Uh, Most high schools now have a clinic, and normally parents are not notified when their kids go in there for an exam. And a, and a physical exam for a 10 or 11-year-old girl includes a vaginal exam, just FYI. They can't do that. Um, if you opt your child out, make sure you do it, guys. If there's a clinic on your campus, opt them out. Written form. Okay, so what can parents do under the PPRA? Parents can request information directly from their school district with something as simple as a letter or an email that says... Under the protection of pupil rights amendment, I request the following. Immediate access to all curriculum material, including teacher training materials used in, and you specify whatever the class is, and copies of all surveys and related documents given to my child during the past school year, and copies of the opt-out notifications you provided to parents asking for information. Now, if schools do not fulfill their obligations under the PPRA, parents can report violations to the U.S. Department of Education using the form provided. We have the link. We'll put it in our show notes. Complaints must be made within 180 days, or that's six months, of the date of the violation. So don't put it off. Do it as quickly as you can. What can the U.S. Department of Education do? Well, upon learning of a violation, the U.S. Department of Education is charged with investigating and adjudicating violations. 
The Secretary of Education can terminate a school's federal funding if the school has violated the law and refuses to voluntarily comply. Now, this does not entail a lawsuit, guys. You can do this, and I would highly encourage you, again, go to this website that we are referring you to. They have all the forms and um, submission portals. Now, what can you do if the U.S. Department of Education refuses or fails to act, which they're, in some cases, many cases, likely to do? Parents have a variety of potential options if the U.S. Department of Education refuses or fails to act, including suing the department, filing an administrative petition asking the department to stop funding the offending school district, asking your congressman to or senator to investigate, ask your state representative or your state attorney general to investigate, engaging a direct political action uh, such as petitions, school board protests, state or local curriculum and survey transparency laws, and electing, of course, new school board members who will follow the law. Now, when we return, let's talk about resources pre-affiliates have to share what is going on in their area. Hey, parents, do you want to testify at your school board but aren't sure where to begin? Or do you want to run for your school board and need tips for how to win? We created a free training center for you. Learn how to effectively testify at your school board and how to win your school board election through our free courses available for you. In our courses, we provide step-by-step video instructions along with the quiz to make sure you really grasp the information. Some of the video instructions include how to testify at your school board in person and virtually, how to prepare your testimony, and tips for recording your testimony and sharing it, and more. In our course that teaches you how to win your school board election, we have video instructions for things like creating your campaign plan, managing a team, budgeting, how to debate effectively, and more. You are making an impact on your child's education, and we are here to support you. Join for free today by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. Hey, affiliates, tell us what's going on in your school district. Once your affiliate application is accepted, you can access all the benefits we have created. Become an affiliate and start publishing. Pre has a beautiful leadership center designed just for you, and it's time to use it. Within the leadership center is a submission tool allowing you to send us information about your school district. We're going to provide that link in the show notes. Now, here's a variety of things that you can do. For example, one of the best ways to get your message out there is to testify at your school board, video record it, and then send it to us. We have a page dedicated to videos so you can so that your message can be shared on your state website and social media. And that state website is the pre-website just for your state. And of course, social media, and we will share it nationally. Now, if there's a situation going on in your school district that the local news is covering, send that news article to us we can add it to our press page. So all you got to do is send us a link to the news article. You can, you know, make some comments, tell us what you think about it. If your news outlets are like mine (laughs) and they won't cover your story, take the initiative, guys, and write about the situation yourself. Submit your article to the Leadership Center. We'll edit it for you. Don't worry about that part. And we can share it on our news page and social media. 
And we might even call you to be a guest on this podcast. How cool is that? Now, as an affiliate, you need to be in the know about parents' rights legislation in your state. So you want to keep your ear to the ground and, you know, stay up on these things. And if there is legislation or a legal situation regarding parents' rights in your state, send us those articles and your reports. If you are currently an affiliate, but you do not have Leadership Center access, please request it on the website, Leadership Top Menu Option. Click the tab titled Leadership Login and the gray Register button. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep up with everything we're doing, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com, and sign up for our newsletter. You can also join our movement for free by visiting our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com. To do your part in protecting parents' rights, you can become a Club 12 by 12 member by donating $12 a month. It takes all of us to make the change that we want to see. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.